All right, two grown kids podcast with Ro and Jay Doty, episode <laughs> six. I can't believe we were here. You know, I can because looking at your mug while you're drinking out of your mug. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Is that a Yoda? It's a baby Yoda mug. <laughs> Dude, that's so dumb. <laughs> I'm a fan of the big mugs like that. Like I like to get the cookies. And you know then I mean? you crunch them, then you dump them, and it becomes a thing. Anyway, um, yeah, man, two grown kids, we're back at it, baby. Episode six. This is a corner storm, you know, like a like a milestone. It is. I I know what a cornerstone is. Yeah. Yeah, or very, a corner cool. store where you like you know buy achievements mm-hmm. and you build up mm-hmm. and you kind of you know create emblems and and gems and and whatnots you earn enough like jewels to get the new gift and you have like a new magic power then you enter to the next level and then you keep buying stuff and if you can't earn it legitimately then you can put money into your account and then you can just buy it use the 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 gold coins to get to the thing and we'll just start the show and i'd have done it too if you kids hadn't come along Two grown. Two grown. Kid? What the fuck is this kid doing in here? And I would have made millions if it hadn't been for you meddling kids. Kid, I told you kids bring me bad luck. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Two grown. Kid? Kids, and welcome back to Two Grown Kids Podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Jay Doty. And Jay Doty's high today. So, guys, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know what I was talking like about, it. but I just, uh, you know, I, like I was it. trying to get to a place. I was trying to get to a place where it kind of, you know, experimental. But you took me there. Yeah. You took me there. It, was, uh, it wasn't good, but, you know, it was, we went there. Here it is. It wasn't good. It was great. <laughs> it was great. All right, Ro. How are you, man? I'm doing good, being a fat ass. I'm literally eating popcorn that is made up of caramel and cheese. (laughs) And it's pretty fucking amazing. Well, uh, you know, speaking of things that are amazing, um, I know last week we talked about, you know, um, start growing up a little bit from the kids Mm -hmm. that we are. You know, just a little yep. bit, not all the way, but just a tiny bit and trying to get on this health shit. Um, you know, yes. Trying to, you know, lose some weight, you know, tighten up a little bit. Remember knocked up when he's like, I, you know, we're not telling you to lose weight, but <laughs> we just want you to we're not asking you to just, just so you could tighten fit on the screen. Yeah. You know, just not, you <laughs> know, the people can love you. Right. You know, just Here. take, a, you know, about. 25 pounds and just have it not exist anymore just tightened what was her name she was on that that was like her first cameo what was her name yeah so who's now wait hang on what was her name who is now famous and she's on that cameo on that scene white girl comedian actor oh she's playing cheetah in the new Wonder Woman movie. 
Oh, no way. <laughs> I forgot her name, but I know who you're talking about. She is... That was like her big... That was like her... Well, I mean, she was already in the, you know, Saturday Night Live world, in a sense. Okay, got it. But, you know, as far as, like, recognition levels... I mean, that's right. You know, she weren't... You know, it wasn't there yet. But the new Wonder Mm -hmm. Woman, I think it's Wonder Woman 1984. Mm -hmm. um, Of course, is Kristen Wiig... Miss Wiggs. Yep, I loved her in that. I thought she was hilarious. Um, Wonder Woman. Fuck, when is that coming out? That is to be determined, <laughs> according to yeah. Warner Brothers. No, I think they were, I think they had their mind set on a December release, but then they're, you know, that's not looking likely mm-hmm. because, you know, they're seeing examples like that, um, that movie Tenant. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be the you know it was it was supposed to be this year's big movie you know Christopher Nolan directed Christopher Nolan it's supposed to be a big Nolan thing, joint but you know it it, it released in Europe because uh, supposedly movie theaters were kind of open over there but then yeah it just it didn't work out it, you know so I don't the movies moving forward that have already been made who knows what's gonna happen so. But that's with that. But anyway, about the tightening part. So yeah. we wanted to, um, well, we both decided that we're going to go ahead and get on this weight loss uh, trip. Yes. Really, you know, we're going to have our own goals and stuff like that. We're going to do a weigh-in. Um, Live. And, and then we'll talk about goals and we'll talk about strategy, how we're going to get there. We're not going to spend too much time on this. Let's just get it done, get it out the way. Mm-hmm. Um Ro, you want to weigh in first or me? Sure, I'll weigh in first. Why not? Okay. And what a perfect segue for us to do this while I just declare that I'm eating <laughs> popcorn <laughs> with cheese and caramel. I love That's it. Right. Thanks, buddy. Well, hey, the bigger you, you start, the more you can lose. This is true. This is true. <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm literally going on a scale that I haven't, uh, just like everyone else. Come on, guys. Don't fucking lie. You buy a scale and then you just store it. Yeah, don't be weird about it. So, brought out the scale right now. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm on it. Does it say anything? Or does it say get off? Get off, Well, early, Earlier, I was kind of test driving it. um, (laughs) And it said low, (laughs) which I thought. I was like, fuck. Okay, that's a good sign. Am I just low? <laughs> Your weight's low. <laughs> but, that's good. But the batteries are low. Anyway, I just got on, and it's on It's on kilograms, and it says 109. Uh, excuse me? 109.4. 108 now. Kil- it's 108 now after that. One, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 108 now. Exactly. Uh, but it's 109 kilograms. And then if we do the math, right? Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah, translate to... 240 in pounds in pounds 240 how you feel about that row <laughs> well i don't feel happy um 240 you know i think the biggest question when you're going in this journey you know i'm excited to take this journey with you bud and i'll i'll be quick with it but i think the biggest thing to do is 
don't look at the weight like oh, oh my back <laughs> like you know what I mean you you knuckle up you look at the weight and you say okay I did this like I did this like no one put pizza in front of me wings pasta popcorn with cheese and caramel no one did this but yourself you look at the weight you knuckle up and you kick its ass. But you don't cry when you look at the fucking scale. You don't, <laughs> like, all right, cool. Like, I got on the scale to know how fat I am. The scale did its job and right. you fucking move on. So that's my piece. I am kind of hurting though. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of hurt. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to get on the scale. Yeah, here we go. Two four back two forty. Right. Here it goes. Let's see here. This is where I say. Should we do a drum roll? She add a drum roll? No, nigga add no fucking drum roll. <laughs> and this is the part where I say, Hiro, hold my beer. Yes, beer me. So on the scale. Okay. He's on it. By the way, we're doing we do zoom on these calls, so we're zooming. So I'm yeah. seeing him get on the scale, so it's real. Literally getting on the scale. Okay, so I got yeah. on the scale, and it says that I'm two sixty four. Okay. Uh huh. Two sixty four. So cool sounding, kind of a cool sounding number. How do you feel, buddy? Well, to be honest, I thought it was gonna be a lot heavier than that because I've been fucking off big time. So I thought I was gonna be, I was gonna come in a little high. I thought I was gonna be in the seventies or possibly eighties. Um, so two, what is it, two sixty four? So two sixty four. So I'm actually not too mad about that. So I'm like, okay, okay. I've been okay. in this territory before. Now, as far as goals go, um, mm -hmm. I think I'm a, a, I'm a goal myself. Small, small goals, and then, you know hopefully week to week you know make it come true and hopefully it becomes something that's more attainable because i figure like you know if i'm able to accomplish something uh very easily or in a yeah. sense you know it, it's it builds up achievable become, yeah achievable so if mm -hmm. i can get there more realistically then it'll allow me to get to the next step a lot more easier so pound for pound yeah, so as far as my goal goes, I, all I want to do, I'm in the 60s right now. Mm -hmm. I want to be in the 50s. Like that. So that's so my first pounds. goal. I'm not, I'm not setting any time limits. Okay. When I will get there, maybe next week, maybe the week after, doesn't matter. I just want to be in the 50s. So if that's 59 or 51, I'll take it. Okay. So that's, What are steps? What are you doing to get? What are you, what are you doing to make this? achievable okay so you're gonna add on. i've done a um i've done a, a couple of different things um mm -hmm. in the past which i'm gonna take a lot of what i did before and what i learned from it um and add cocaine yeah usually got it yeah <laughs> if i can do that that beautiful i, I mean if it, you can do that my friend you will be in the 50s oh shit, i'll be in the 50s right now mm -hmm. um but i think uh like uh my vitamin intake like i'm i'm doing like a like a greens in the morning okay um 
this company called Athletic Greens. Uh, it's just kind of a good way to get the day started. And I'm also taking vitamin D, C, Big um, shout out to Omega. Athletic Greens. What was it? Yeah, Athletic Greens. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good Sponsor multi- us. <laughs> it's a good multivitamin kind of mixture, super green kind of thing. And like, uh, so I'm going to be taking vitamins, but also as far as food goes, making good decisions. Um, I'm not going to be a saint, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. my ratio is going to be like 80 20, like 80% good and 20% bullshit just to get those cravings out the way. But it's not going to take over and be the majority. You know what? I really like that. I fuck with that math right there. 80 20, that's a solid. That's a solid number. Yeah. That's a solid thing to go by. 80% great. You eat good. You watch your shit. Yeah. 20%. And I'm assuming 20% is like what? Your weekends? Like your days off? No, not even. Um, just, just if I... Basically, if, I, if I'm at work and, and it's the beginning of the week and I feel like using some of my 20% right then and there just because, mm-hmm. then I know the rest of the week I can't. You know what I mean? Oh, so you're going you're gonna to go on a number thing. You're going to do a number thing? Like- no, no, not really numbers. It's kind of just playing by ear in a sense. So if you look at the amount of meals you'll have throughout the week, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it percentage-wise. So let's just say you have, um, you know, there's seven this- days. Is this kid kid logic or is, are we going factual? Kid, no, no, this is not factual. It's a definitely kid logic. Um, kid logic. Let's get it. I'm looking at the meals per week, and mm-hmm. you know, I take a, a two or three of the meals. I can pretty much have whatever I'm craving, and then the rest of the meals have to be on point. And I'm gonna be do a little bit of that with some intermittent fasting, which I kind of okay. skip a meal, maybe have a protein yeah. shake. And yourself off yeah just kind of one of those in-betweeners you know what i mean what's your time there what's your time zone what are you fucking with my uh, like usually your, when usually you i'll start skip, and stop well usually i'll skip dinner wow so if, yeah so if anything like the it'll be like from lunchtime which could be anywhere between 12 or 2 p.m um in the middle of the day and then i won't eat anything until um, breakfast the next day Oof, that's tough what's your go-to like what's your your snack of choice that you're just like fuck it this is gonna be my 20 percent um geez. you've always been a chip kind of guy you've always been a chipper chips I, I, I well it's not really like chips it's more like tostadas Mm-hmm. It was a little, a little salsito. You know what I mean? Yeah. But little, is that bad though? Is that bad? Yeah, the chips. I yeah. guess when you're eating the whole bag. Yeah, yes. for sure. So you know, yeah. if I you know minimize, usually you know I'll go for a quesadilla or two. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't go <laughs> you know for mean? a quesadilla or yeah, three. I might just do a little bit of that. Um, yeah. But you know, yeah, that's a uh, so. I'm mainly going for, you know, eating clean, um, no fast food, no, no kind of processed and it, foods. And so we're doing intermittent fasting. We're doing yeah. athletic protein shakes, whatever they're called. Yeah, all that good pro- stuff. 
You're doing vitamins. Are we doing shakes in the morning? Are you shaking things up? No, not it's it's. Are you going ninja? Just, Are you going bullet? <laughs> no, food in there? uh-uh. It's just eating clean. If um, if because I have a protein shake. Okay. Uh, so if I'm gonna supplement, I'm gonna use that. You know, and then that. uh, that's your that's your breakfast meal. Yeah, in a sense, but no, no. Normally, I'll, I'll eat breakfast. I'm excited to see your results, buddy, because that sounds to me like you're truly only having one real meal. <laughs> in a sense, it's kind of a Holy weird thing. And I'm going to mix dick. that with some working out. So with your where you're at right now, do you have yeah. do you have a strategy? Do you have a plan? Absolutely not. All right. Nope. What's your Well, what's your goal? Do you have a goal in mind? Here's. Okay. Oh God! Because <laughs> you're like, what's your goal? You have a goal in mind, you fuck. Like, and then I see you bring up this big fucking gauntlet of from Lord of the Rings. Like, <laughs> so is your goal to get to Baby Yoda's weight? Is it the dude? I would love to get. What does Baby Yoda even weigh? Does he even weigh anything? I don't think he weighs anything. Yeah, he's like eighteen um, ounces. He's like, what? He's 18 ounces. <laughs> That's the size of your mug? Your no. fucking mug is like 18 ounces? Um, I don't know. I mean, okay, here's, here's something that I've been doing as of late. Mm-hmm. So, one, I shaved my face. So, you lost weight there. <laughs> Easy. Two pounds right there. So, no, but I shaved my face because... I'm more of a, I'm a very visual person. I'm Uh a very visual. um, I like to get, like, do extremities like that where I'm visually seeing something and then I'm like, holy fuck. So I shave my face because those of you men or women that have beards can see, like, when you have a beard, a beard is a cosmetic for men. Yeah, we grow beards because beards give you uh, a line. They give you a sense of like the jaw structure, a jaw structure, a feature, and it hides your true what's under there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a sweater for and your fatty chin. It's like a sweater for your fat. Yeah, 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 like a chinchilla. So two uh, things like that, that fucking were gonna shock the shit out of me. One, I have no eyebrows. We all know this. This isn't a secret. I have no eyebrows. I was. I know this. With, I was born with light eyebrows, and I hate it. Um, but I should also shave my face, and I look idiotic. I definitely I look like a penis, and I shave my face so that it would shock me into like, oh shit! I got a little baby chin. I got double baby chin, and then oh fuck! I have no jawline. Like I'm just fat. Right. Like, I'm just chubby. So I did that to shock myself out of it, right? Right. And then previously, before I did that, I told the wife, I was like, hey, would you be weird? Like, I know you. she hates it when I shave my face. I'm like, hey, would you, like, be all weird if I shave my face? Or whatever. She's like, yeah, don't. It, it look, doesn't look good. It doesn't. <laughs> it looks. It doesn't look good. So I, I did it. I literally did it. And then Hell um, yeah, I've been rebel. going. Bell. and then today the wife and i had the day off um 
I had to go do a thing, whatever. Yeah. And her and I, she motivated me really uh, to like get back out there and run. And then talking to you and hearing your inspirational story about wanting to lose weight pushed me to be like, you know what? I want to fucking join you on this. But anyway, I've been on my third day today running. Um, and it feels good. Running has always been my jam. That's like my go-to tune. Oh. I'm a runner. Um, Eating-wise, look, that's yeah. where the challenge is at. You fall into um, the darkness. Yeah, I fall into darkness real quick. I eat out a lot. As of lately, I've been eating out a lot. COVID really fucked all of us. Um, but actually, not even COVID. I want to blame COVID. COVID just was a good way to lie about being fat. Yeah. Dude, it was COVID. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think, so the wife, she she's in this like 200-mile challenge. By the way, my wife is fit and gorgeous, and I have no clue why she's married to me. Um but she's in this 200-mile challenge, and I've been seeing her progress. Like, she's, like, at 147 miles today. So she's at wow. 147 miles today. She's almost there. Um, and I've been seeing her progress, and I'm like, holy fuck. Like, she's getting her shit back. She's getting her groove. She's doing her thing. And I was like, I'm going to start. And Nike has this, like, talk you through your run, talk you through you getting back into the rhythm of things. And it's by this guy, uh, Coach Bennett. Shout out to Coach Bennett. And he basically tells you it's okay to not feel okay. It's okay to not be able to run your first time. He doesn't want you to run like where you gas out and then you give up and then you stay fat. He wants you to run slow, easy, so you can keep going and grow your strength. Anyway, it's real cool. That's my plan. Keep on running, adding more miles to my daily run. And then the food, packing food, I'm going to commit to packing food, taking food. Oh, like pack your lunch? I pack my lunch and actually eat it. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> not say fuck it, throw it away, and then go get something. Yeah, exactly. Which, I what happens with me is I end up eating my lunch and eating out. Oh. <laughs> Because I usually get shit that combines with my lunch. You know what I mean? Ah. Like if I have some soup, I'll take like a chicken tortilla soup. You get a sub. Yeah. You dip the sub. Oh, perfect. Well, now now you're only making sense now. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, like, geez. Like, if only we could just eat and not be fat. That'd be tight. Yeah. How do the Kardashians do it? Well, I I wouldn't think about it like that. I would look at it. Um, just, uh, you know, I mean, we, we'll get into it. I think we spent enough we'll time on it. this and week to week, we'll, we'll do an update. We'll catch up. We'll kind of post it on how, yeah. How much more fat we've gotten or how much we've lost. So we're going to move right along. Um, let's get right into this, man. And we're going to start off with adult sex. versus kids. Yeah, let's do it. Adult versus kids kids time out now who's getting a beer it's magical there it is and this is the segment guys where adults versus kids this is a segment where we pick who's being a kid and gets to sit fucking go on time out go to the wall and then who's being an adult and deserves a nice tall cold one so dodie 
as always, we're going to start off with you, buddy. Who is getting a timeout? All right. So who's getting a timeout for me is Daylight Savings. Oof. Now, mm-hmm. um, two years ago on um, our, our midterm elections, uh, we voted on the ballot um, in the state of California to exempt ourselves from daylight savings. Now, I read this in its entirety um, only because it matters to me because um, as a postal worker uh, delivery uh, person who's out there and, you know, gives out letters. Delivering stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In boxes mm-hmm. and, you know, that has mm-hmm. labels on it with barcodes that I do boop to. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, when the time changes and it gets dark a lot earlier, um, we find ourselves, especially during the holidays, delivering during um, the nighttime. And when you're out there in the dark, yeah, sure, I have a headlamp and it's all good and all that stuff. So they give I'm, you guys a no, like a mining kind of headlamp thing? Yeah, something like that. But they don't give you anything. You have to buy this all your own. Um, so you, uh, I have all that stuff and that's fine, but I thought we voted to get out of this. So to go through it again this year, it's kind of annoying. And one thing I did find out is that, um, I guess Congress has to like approve it. They have to vote on it to approve it, which is like, okay. I thought we did approve it by voting on it like you know mm-hmm. and this is just california because arizona doesn't um participate in daylight savings no fucking way yeah arizona does not participate um so and i'm wondering is it daylight savings like the time schedule that we're on now mm-hmm. or the time schedule that we were on which that's what i prefer i prefer to be on that schedule got it but well, why more would daytime. Arizona be? I mean, I could see Arizona not participating. In time. They don't. They're fuck. It's boring. Like, what do you do in Arizona? Um, like, I know you, they're home. They're well, you home play. Anyway. You play soccer in sand. Um, you go to uh, your local cactus and poke it the for outlets. the aloe vera, <laughs> and then you know you put it on your skin. You can run a business. Um, also, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. At Arizona, they they do their own thing. They play by their own rules. Yeah, Arizona. Which we're trying to be like them, I guess. I want to be like them. I want to not participate in daylight savings. Just one time. I agree, though. I agree. Fuck daylight savings. Daylight savings sucks. Daylight savings needs a timeout. And that's the end of it. Fuck that. Fuck you guys. Bye. All right, Ro. uh, Who's getting a timeout for you? Who's acting like a kid? Okay. Here it is. Um, and I hate that it's them because <laughs> I fucking like, I like Tarjay, but yeah, it's going to be you target. You ignorant fucks. So look, target did this thing where they tweeted out, you know, some sweater, I think it was a sweater or shirt. Um, again, this is kid logic. I'm not sure on like what type of fabric or like if it was a shirt, fucking whatever, but they put out, uh, <clears throat> clothing to put together and it had the american flag and it was like be patriotic and you know this is for america type of shit like here's the thing when they did that (laughs) 
it was almost as if they were like, oh, this is stupid for us to put this out because this has no kind of like, it doesn't even resonate in any kind of way. This is kind of obvious that we're posting this because we want to get, just use the election and make money off of this shit. They weren't even like strategic about it. They weren't even smart about it. So they immediately took it down. They took the tweet down. But the internet, you cannot hide from. The internet will fuck you every which way. Of course, everyone retweeted, reposted their tweet. And I mean, they got they got the reigning storm of dicks their way, which they deserved. Uh, and being that they are a target, <laughs> it was really easy. Um, and yeah, it was just really stupid. It was, it was very... I mean, like, God, like every every other big corporation does it. They're more strategic about using certain tactics to get us to buy shit. Why couldn't you do that, Target? Like, why? You were just so stupid and loose with your fingers. Well, a lot of companies just, they just yeah. don't have the marketing. They Target has the marketing. Target no, well, has they have marketing. The marketing. It's just someone made a play that didn't turn out good not a good play um so yeah target you are getting a fucking timeout. i still love you though but for now to the wall you go <laughs> <laughs> so um awesome That's let's good. go to the favorite yeah my favorite part of it adult who's getting a beer buddy who's doing it for you okay uh who's getting a beer for me who's acting like an adult i'm gonna say it's my son yes i was excited for this when i saw this okay so the reason tell um, me more all right so the reason for this is my son is in high school so uh technically i have two high schoolers and uh he's in ninth grade um so he has uh you know a new assortment of classes um that's different from middle school you know you're you're in a new level now uh, into this high school I'm on thing. a new level. I'm yeah, new. yeah. No, mm-hmm. he's moving up, and uh, um, he's all the way up. And then, uh, yeah, one of the classes. Well, one no, of the classes I know. Uh, one of the classes that he has is Spanish. Yes. Right. So you know, you're in high school. You take a language. Um, See. He uh, he he's taking Spanish. And if you didn't know anything about my son, one thing you would know right away is that he doesn't right speak away. a lick of Spanish. Hmm? Nothing at all. He actually refuses the language. I remember when he was wow. <laughs> when he was younger, he was just like, no, stop talking Spanish. No, no, no. Like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and we're in America. So speak America. the fact that he's taking Spanish and he has a i think he has a strong b or a low a but he's doing really well in the class wow and just for the for the turnaround just like you know i mean hey i don't know if it's the system of school and the spanish class just allows you to you know work that it because i never took spanish as a class so i have no experience now that this is all kid logic of how he's accomplishing this but the fact that he's doing it and he came from 
you know, refusing the language to kind of taking it on in this sense. For this, he's getting a uh, a premeditated beer. Obviously, he can't drink at his age. I was right just now. gonna say. I was realizing. As but we were he, doing has this, a, was like, he has a he has a a rain check from his dear old dad. Like that. I like that. He's he's getting a beer on the shelf yeah. for a later time. Yeah, you know I mean, I love it, dude. Aging, and let me just add brew. to that. Spanish is already a hard fucking thing. I barely speak it. <laughs> um, but school Spanish, yeah, that's school different, Spanish right? That's on, on a, a different level. It's on a different level. Like, I remember my Spanish teacher saying, "Like, I thought." Spanish is an easy A. I'm fucking I'm Mexican. Easy A. Negative. Negative. I remember saying like Pluma. Like Pluma is what I've always been brought up to know as a pin. Like you write with a pin, whatever. Right. A pluma is a bird's feather. What? And how you say pin in Spanish is coligrafo. Which I was like, what the f- bitch? What'd you say? <laughs> what'd you say about mama? So hats off to you, buddy. And you will get a second beer from your dear old uncle over here on the shelf. That's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. Absolutely. Good for him. Awesome. All right, bro. Mm-hmm. Who is acting like an adult? Who's getting a beer for you? Boom. <laughs> I was trying to do the the song. <laughs> I'm gonna cue it up. Robert Downey fucking Jr. Baby. Iron Man himself. The Iron Man himself, dude. Um, what did he do? The fe- just the fearless wonder, the beautiful Robert Downey Jr. He, it's. So I saw an interview with him recently. Um, with uh, what's his name? Old white guy, David Letterman. David. Uh, so I saw, yeah, I saw this interview with him recently, David Letterman. Um, and I just think he's just such a cool fucking being. Um, he's very effortless about just how he carries himself and and, and how he is and what he does. Um. But what gets me even more fired up about about this guy, what really splits my atoms, is that where he came from, being in the hole, drug addiction, rehab, prison. I'm sure you guys have seen the famous photo of him, like, being escorted by the cop out of the courthouse and he's in a jumpsuit, the, yeah, the orange jumpsuit. Right. And he's handcuffed. And it's just, even in that picture, he was like smiling like, you know what? This is going to get fucking better. And it sure did, dude. Iron fucking man rose from the cave in real life. And now he's just like this really cool laid back father. He owns a farm. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., buddy, you get a tall one for me. I think he's vegan, so I'll make sure it's like vegan beer or some shit. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, hats off to you, buddy. You get a nice, tall, cold one from your boy. Awesome. Yeah. The Downs. 
the Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. Yeah. Rob Downs. <laughs> Rob Downs. That's um, right. Are we moving right along, or are we moving right along? Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's get into lullaby talk. I like that part of the. Oh, I really do because right I want more. I want more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so lullaby talk obviously is when we, you know, for our return listeners, they would obviously know it's when we talk about music. Uh, you know, new music that may have came out or songs that we're just feeling at the moment, and we just <laughs> uh, hear it, talk about it. That's all good. So one of the things I wanted to. Um, there's actually two albums that came out um, recently, just in the last couple of days. Um, one is from Common. Uh, it's called A Beautiful Revolution Part 1. Um, so excited about th- this when I saw this. this. Is the, mm-hmm. it, j- it just came out with something that uh, he said that it was, was kind of rushed, but he wanted to push it out um, and kind of, you know... Uh, kind of speak about what's going on uh in the country right now what's going on in the world so that was kind of one of his things he want to push out and then uh, um there was a there's only nine tracks on the album itself but one mm-hmm. of the um there's, there's only two songs i wanted to show you just to kind of um kind of put things together uh one is called say peace uh featuring black thought and this Fuck yeah. is how it goes. So that's kind of like the vibe, but I want to get into the Black Thoughts first. Holy dick. Ground zero for xenophobia. They love to troll me, a misquote me. They even wrote me out of all accounts, other than shoulder and small amounts. Till I called them out. I'm what the story is all about. My arrival wasn't willingly numb, but that's chillingly the truth. Now I'm fear for shots from cops killing me. They on a hunt for the plug, and we the auxiliary of black power and love. I'm all the above. We'll find peace in the culture. Hey, I'm responsible to save in every piece of the puzzle. So that's kind of a joint. Wow. I mean, wow on so many levels right now. You go first. Go. Well, <laughs> well, you know, some of the other tracks are very melodic and, you know, they're very sweet sounding and all that. It's it's mm-hmm. very it has a feel good vibe, right? Yeah, for sure. But these two tracks that I picked that I'm showing you, this one's stood out because they were the grimy, like rugged, Ugh. real that that that's kind of what i'm feeling right now you know what i mean so 100%. Just... and i mean let's just not even like 
let's just not even like shy away from the fact that we're both well you especially are a big common sense fan like oh yeah i mean but fuck I what uh black dog kills it on this one i mean sure. yeah come on i mean the production is nice it, it, it has a vibe and then this is the um, this is the second track that um, I was digging on the album. Confront the day. Sense of it, yeah, it's amazement. The ten of the world and how they see you. Yeah, already said they see us as black beetles, black people, open Hebrews. Let it speak to the savior inside. You'll see why the world needs you. Cathedral. Black bodies falling in the hands and the clutches of descendants of the Dutchmen. Anglo motherfuckers that don't love us. Wranglers, it's in their jeans to cuff us. So this one has a vibe, you know what I mean? Wait, hang on. Did he just say Wranglers? It's in their jeans to cuff us. What? What? Yeah. It's a <laughs> Holy fuck. Common has not skipped a beat. He has not. Yo, it's definitely dope. I'm feeling it a lot. Um, I just added that. I just, I bought it. I just bought that. I added it to my fucking playlist. That's, yeah, it's dope. Wow. No, I'm digging it. And then um, the next album um, is Busta Rhymes extent, uh, Extension Level Event Two, The Wrath of God. Now this was anticipated by a lot of people. People were hyping it up and all that good stuff. So. Um, the fact that it's being Busta Rhymes, I had to check it out, um, obviously, because uh, I have a, a connection with the first ELE um, album mm-hmm. that came out, like just the production and, and Busta Rhymes. You talked about so, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we you talked about, about it, you know, something yeah. that's coming up. So it dropped and I heard the whole album um, twice. I was definitely, I was feeling it. I was kind of hyped with it. I was, uh, you know, I was drinking the, the syrup and... I fell into a little bit and of course like I ended up like grabbing the whole thing that, mm-hmm. you know putting it all to the library but if you break it down it's like okay you want to get real with it there's like a couple of tracks that are really dope and then the rest are cool and then there's some I'm like eh not really feeling kind of scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know with all that stuff um, but overall it was a good body of work definitely big up to Buster Rhymes yeah he did good on this one I just wanted to show you a couple of tracks so it kind of highlights uh, some of the uh, the beats and, and, and rhymes and stuff that he did and then I want to get into uh, two tracks that that really stood out that's kind of like the joints to, to listen for so just a little snippet of, of a couple of things on there Okay. 
check. The mathematician of this rap expedition mastered the precision of the faster addiction after you listen. Smashing, I whip them fast with the wisdom I give them fluently speaking. Who would be teaching jewels like science is hidden? Look, I'm tired of kicking niggas' head off. See, now I'm trying to avoid from popping the lead off. And so you're topping and jet off. It's time and I set off the heat like the tropics. Connect with the hood quicker than fiber optics. All the tropics So that's I a, mean, dude, that's a couple okay. of joints that I'm feeling that it's, okay. it's exciting because okay. it kind of matches the level of Busta Rhymes. And then this is uh, one of the sing, uh, singles that came out um, with Kendrick Lamar. Hold on. Yeah. Just look over your shoulders, honey. Yeah, I know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. samples already crazy well there's a story behind that sample mm-hmm. and then once we listen to kendrick's uh verse then i'll get into a little bit of the story it's super dope he goes first mm-hmm. i wrote my first bars in the car with stacy how bizarre my battle scars at large with lace me big marbles nigga i lead this new generation boy don't argue with us marvelous beat selectors authors and all will spit us and it's all for the literature and it's all for the hideous, the nastiest flow, the chlamydia. Uh. I ain't afraid to say I need you. Hip hop, promise I never leave you. My life is like to have open mics of hopeless notes. I write for show my folks you like soon as the flow get nice. The boat to guys that scare MCs. My prototype forever read. My share of these and RIPs. You know my type of style is like my everything. Apparently my appetites they famish. Bite no hand that feed the culture. Vulture die and bleed. My focus hold his thoughts and dreams. Control his pen. Look over your shoulder. Hold his lines and rhymes and things. Devote my time and mind. It seems I'm supposed to shine. Remind the king. Provoke the blind and bomb. Defeat the pros. The cons. The diamond rings. Unfold with time. But I'm going bring the soul divine and cross. Between what's yours and mine's the gold, the green, the roof. When does he stop? When does he stop? So, the Kendrick verse is something of an anomaly because one of the first questions that people asked Bus was like, Yo, when did you get this Kendrick verse? Mm-hmm. Because everybody in the world wants a Kendrick verse. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm not at liberty to say. You know, he's like, I was sworn to secrecy. I can't, I can't reveal that. And that was, 
Wow. And he talked about the um, what's cool about the sample is that uh, obviously you know it's Young MJ, right? It's Young Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't have to go through the Michael Jackson estate to get the clearance. He went to Janet. Nah, he didn't even he didn't even call Janet, even though they had a. That's what people think. Well, obviously, because you know he had that track with Janet Jackson back in the day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why not hit Janet up and be like, yo, get it? No, it has nothing to do with the Michael Jackson estate because this is young Michael. It was a Jackson 5 production. Wow. So it was under Motown, which is under Universal. So he went through that route, and they. it was crazy. Um, this is a, a I'll Be There, and they actually gave him the, the session. No. Yeah, the session um, reels, the old reels. Wow. And he said, like, yo, like, they would play the reels and they would get the takes. And, you know, as they're, the thing is, is like, he explained that, you know, as they were recording, you know, they never stopped because they needed to be ready always. So as they're making adjustments and changing things up, they said, you can actually hear the brothers kind of clown on who messed up and you know talking wow. and, and laughing and th- and they said for like before they even got started working on this track they just kind of sat back and just listened oh my god what a time travel man I, that was i mean to wow yeah wow 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 that was fascinating just to be able to know that and hear that like whoa so i mean that made that made the song i wouldn't be surprised if that's what made the song even that more much special appealing appealing to kendrick like oh shit uh yeah uh fuck it let me get on this you know what i mean like absolutely man well and then um this next track, uh, this is probably my favorite joint of the album. And not because it's with Rhapsody. Um, not Super because it was... Super dope. <sighs> Rhapsody's the best. Um, and also not because it was produced by Ninth Wonder. Um, wow, wow. But it's called Best I Can. And mm-hmm. the kind of... Um, the background of uh, uh, Busta Rhymes tells a story about this song um, because of his situation with his uh, his baby moms um, when his kids were young and mm-hmm. kind of dealing with back and forth where, you know, you know, he's he's working, he's paying child support. He, you know, he only he gets his kid once a week. He's trying to do his best. But she, you know, is being um, little kind of like, you know, difficult uh, yeah on purpose you know what i mean yeah um being difficult on purpose to kind of you know nag him nedge him a little bit to get under his skin and stuff like that just because of the situation you know what i mean and it, yeah so it kind of plays on that situation of what he went through and kind of rhapsody kind of raps as the baby moms and then Busta comes in it's really it's it's the story behind it and also the way they they play with the beat it's pretty dope check it out what the fuck is you talking about? Man, fuck that nigga what you hey bruh have him home at eight i, I ain't even playing with you 
was so rude when you was trying to be a father. Always gave you drama and never took the kids to see your mama. No. I know. Is what you tried to do. Took so much time from you tripping about the child support. Paid it, had him raising, and you still bought him Christmas toys. Damn, I just wanna. Putting up with me, I always took your joy and had some sorry ass nigga playing daddy to your boy. And got mad cause you found a good woman. That's fucked up. I know. It's what I'm trying to do. Mm. Owe you that much, you know I owe him that too. He ain't the man he's supposed to be cause I ain't let him learn from you. Damn. Mm. For walking away when I was yelling in your face, making a scene in broad day because you brought him back late. Cause you miss him so much, you only got him one day. Shit. I mean, does ninth, what, does ninth wonder know any wrong? Dude, I agree. You know what? What's crazy? Um, like, obviously, wow. when I wow. hear this track, you know, because, you know, Rhapsody goes and then Busta kind of responds to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it kind of comes down to it where there was a point in his life where the, his baby mama kind of comes to him and just like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry for putting you through all that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he was still around. Yeah. He, he put yeah. up with it and he's still here. Yeah. And it was kind of a situation where it's like, you know, just to get that acknowledgement, you know, it's like, hey, you know, things happen and we all do stupid shit. But as long as we're here, you know, and it kind of it, it hit me different because like I, I'm not in this situation, you know. Uh, I'm happily married I have my four kids and we're a big family and it's great it's lovely but it was just a great point of view because a lot of times you're hearing you know how much the woman goes through you know not only being pregnant which is obviously an incredible experience there's so much pain and discomfort that goes with that and it's, it's heightened you know what I mean I don't think there's enough appreciation as far as what women go through in order to have children and 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 not only once the baby's here what happens afterwards you know the the care that's given and all that stuff and it was just it was just like you know what hey it's giving props to the to the guy right and not not saying that it you know they're on equal levels or anything like that as far as who goes through what but just just the fact that giving props to the man, the father, for sticking around through it, whether the times were hard, times were easy, or just being difficult, or just, you know, you're creating bullshit just to go through it. But if the man and the father decide to stick around and go through all that to still be here, I think yeah, it was just a, it was just a song to kind of say, hey, here's some credit. Monster record monster record i mean that that was amazing yeah so far i mean you've sold me on both so i've added both of them (laughs) to my playlist like very 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 i mean you hear buster rhymes go into his old bag like i hear his undertones of like young younger bus like the like those little hints of him and uh, and then he hits you with his whole little like bat about when he starts going off in his uh, his Rastafar 
uh, boom bap type of like uh, thing. Yeah, the album is a good listen for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. He takes and you I on mean, that. He takes you on that trip. Definitely. Kendrick I, Lamar. Kendrick Lamar too. I mean, is the guy? The guy is jazz. I mean, he is jazz, bro. Like, like fucking a. How he goes off on shit, dude. I mean. It's wow, dope. It's very like, cool. You know, he's like a trumpet player. He just takes it out and just starts going. It's very cool. Um, fuck, I don't even want to play my record. Like, <laughs> I think that was enough, honestly. Are you sure? I think that was enough. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. We'll, we'll save my on. record for another lullaby. We'll put it for the next one. All right. Dope. For sure. That was fantastic. That was absolutely fantastic. Nail that on the head. And I mean, just real quick, such a good segue with uh you know kind of touching back a little bit on on buster rhymes and and that song when when they're sampling uh young mj um jackson five mj like to be able to listen to a moment in time to time travel and just sit back and listen to the fucking files, the actual live stems of those sessions and hear them fuck around and hear young Michael with his jokes and his brothers like being brothers. What a testament to, to, to having something in a time capsule and what a testament to show that music nor movies can never die. Like those are moments in time that are forever. Like, what that a gift, just, right? Like, what a fucking gift. And with that being said, man, we're going to go to the next gift that's going to be on acting like actors. Acting like actors. The actor. I act acting. Acting. And we act. That's acting. <laughs> so we're going to go into this, this time capsule here, and we're going to be celebrating today... One of our favorites, and I'm sure he's a favorite to all of y'all, Sean Connery, the late, great Sean Connery, passes away at age 90. I mean, this is uh, this is one. I mean, 90 years old. Wow. Yeah. I mean, for the first, you know, like think about it first right like wow 90 years old you think about anybody going to 90 you just can't Mm -hmm. you know you can't really fathom it right yeah and it's and it's i thought that was one of the things that really you know you talking about time cap you know time travel being able to do that today us being able to time travel to a moment in time of his many many of films that he's done um and to see him be able to live a life all the way up to 90 man that's that's fucking fantastic that's amazing you know uh i i pray every day that i make it to 90 that i can make it to 90 or somewhere around that age but today we celebrate the late great uh sean connery and we're going to be doing take it away doty smokey so we're going to pay tribute to Sean Connery, um, not by doing a, you know, a movie like James mm-hmm. Bond or The Untouchables or, you know, mm-hmm. all of the, the, the more known 
like amazing works that you know people can the rock i mean the rock first night rising sun you know family business um highlander uh you know uh, yeah yeah all these movies that obviously he was a part of that uh people drawn to but uh this movie here was kind of one of the ones that um me and ro kind of agreed that this is like a movie to have in our collection for sure and to always Mm -hmm. keep in our head and always draw back to because it it was an influential type of movie that stood out kind of spoke to us as you know as young kids and it was dope we kind of like drawn and were attached to this film Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. called finding forrester I need Forrester. What? Yeah, what a good segue, buddy. Like this movie. I mean, fuck. You know what I just thought about? Uh. How how it introed with the dude kicking his verse. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Damn, I just I forgot that about right that. Now. I totally forgot about that. What an intro. I mean, I would have been down to do that. But anyway, that's, yeah, that's what a fucking awesome thing. So Finding and Forrester, I mean, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, uh, what, it starred Sean Connery and Rob Brown, uh, Jamal. Um, th- those are the two main characters you kind of basically learned about. Um, sh- to kind of to sum it all up, it's about a young writing prodigy finds a mentor in a reclusive author. So mm-hmm. it's um it's one of these movies that you don't expect it to be much. You know, it's not like, you know, uh it's a action film where buses are blowing up and, you know, the main actor looks behind them and just acts all badass. No, it's it's one of those uh films that it definitely makes you think and you kinda dig into it, you know? There's a lot of things that speak to us um, just of our generation um, that pops out and mm-hmm. it's just awesome. I just hope, uh, you know, everyone can kind of see through the scenes that we picked today um, what kind of a movie this is and hopefully y'all get the picture. Dude, I <laughs> so many things <laughs> I want to just add on and we're going fucking hella long on this act, but I'm going to go. Look, episode six is so far just crushing it and killing it. Um, when you said when you said first night, be only you, my best friend. <laughs> this is why you're my dog. First night, I mean, who fucking remembers that film? Not King a lot of people author. talk about first night. <laughs> first night is such a good. T- my favorite line in first night. He's like, do me a favor, marry the man love the king like <laughs> come on sean like i mean sean fucking connery dude uh anyway so super cool yeah finding forrester man i'm excited to do this um what a what a seg what a segue so we're gonna kick it right off another thing to mention really fast sorry yeah. finding forrester what's the what's jamal's real name the guy the actor the actor yeah rob the brown human. So this was Rob Brown's first big film picture, his first big picture. He is not an actor. Like, he is not a guy that, like, was 
always had dreams and aspirations of becoming an actor as a kid. Mm-hmm. He was going, and and I don't know if you ever seen the like the deleted scenes and like the extra features on the DVD version of this. Yep. So he takes his brother. His brother was there to read for the part of this. I think it was his little brother, or he was just there. And he wasn't even trying to try out. The director saw him and was like, like your look, you you fit already kind of like the person we're trying to look for. Can you act? Can you do lines? He does his lines. They love him. Sean Connery's like, yup, let's work with him. His first fucking movie, and he does it with Sean Connery, and he absolutely kills it. Not and I think it's part. because of... It's because of his, and this is not to be fucked up to him, but it was the fact of his bad acting that it was so perfect because it gave it that that very organic feel of him being a kid, like him being just some kid. Yeah, totally from, being authentic. From, in a yeah. Sense. Just without on accident because he didn't really know how to put any fake on. He was just like, well, I'm just going to yeah. play it straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this is kind of like you know, he, this is the the uh, the Goodwill Hunting, but for writers. So he's not a mathematician, but he's fucking really knowledgeable in like literature and shit like that. Yeah, the book uh, nerd and just reads it everything. Everything. So we're gonna start off with scene one again. Dodie, thanks for lining this up. What a fucking fuck! Holy shit, you did a oh, lot. Oh, and also here. just thanks, a buddy. quick. Um, tidbit um, <laughs> yeah, to kind of so put much, everything so together to put yeah, everything yeah, yeah, together yeah. Uh, of the episode of the pod um, Buster Rhymes actually comes out in this movie yeah. and he plays yes. um, the character brother. Jamal brother plays Jamal's mm-hmm. brother so that's kind of you know nice little connection of today's pod so uh, let's get into scene one it's uh, this scene um is where Jamal kind of runs this run into this delivery man in a sense. Uh, it looked mm-hmm. like he was dropping off some, and he, you know, drops a little knowledge <laughs> about some. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just get into it, man. Uh, Rose, <clears throat> you're gonna play the role of Jamal, and I'm gonna play the role of the man. I want. I'm not gonna do anything to your car. Sorry. You look worried. Like I do something to your car. I I worry about this car everywhere. Don't take it personally. <laughs> just the car, man. Um, no, it's it's not just a car. It's a BMW. Anyone who knows anything about that company knows it's more than just a car. Anybody who knows about that company, so I wouldn't know anything like that. No, no, that's that's not what I meant. Look, man. Last thing I knew about BMW was they made playing engines. Were the first to start it. A guy by the name Francis Pop started it all. Francis Pop. I like that name. Made this one engine before it flew six miles up. Pops and his boys were just getting started. They made this one engine in World War II with cylinders and horsepower seven miles up with no more time. Uh, you know, they, they have bombs, you know, bombed the shit out of England and maybe even won the war. 
that's where it comes from that that's that's where it comes from so the white uh propellers zipping around in the blue sky after the war they told them they couldn't make plane plane engines anymore and then and that's when bmw gave some serious thought of making cars kind of like this one you probably knew all that seeing that you leased one uh, thanks for the history lesson <laughs> no problem man that's a dope. Totally, I totally fucked that. But <laughs> such a cool scene because because of this scene, I actually learned what the fuck the logo meant on the BMW. So the logo on BMW are actually propellers. They're supposed to be propellers spinning in a blue in motion sky. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. This is always one of my favorite scenes from this movie. Um, Thanks for putting that together, buddy. So we're going to do scene numero dos. So scene two um, is where Jamal is. Uh, he's going to a special school because he's, mm-hmm. you know, super advanced. <laughs> Not like a special school, like stuff. where he's betatted. Nah. Like, no, no, he's no. He's going no, to like a smart kid. He's a smart kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, he's wicked smart. And um, he goes to this fancy school, you know, and he has professors and all that stuff, even though he's in high school. So it's kind of on that level. But uh, this scene where he just has an interaction with the professor. So, yeah, yeah. yo, um, you think you can continue playing Jamal? And I'll play the, the professor. With it, with it. All right, All right here let's we go. do it. <coughs> mm. uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Further. No, no, I start. Okay, just okay. kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ooh, take two. All right. Perhaps your skills do reach farther than basketball. What? Oh, yeah. uh, you said that my skills reach farther than basketball. Dude. Farther relates to the... You're supposed to say further. <laughs> I just thought, right, dude, fucking yeah, eat my butt. I say One more what? Time. Let's start it back, right, dude. You won't up. start right, it right, back start right, up, right now. Here we go. All right. I think I'm going to make start a different choice. I think I'm going to do it. All right. This is acting like actors, dude. Yeah, I got fucking we're white. acting like actors. We're not actually actors. Anyway. Well. Perhaps your skills do reach farther than basketball. What? How did you become like Adolf Hitler? Sorry, like that right. quick. Okay. All right, all right. It's a Let's different go. choice. Different choice. Okay. Here we go. All right. This is the real one. This is the real one. Here goes. Right. Perhaps your skills do reach farther than basketball. Further. What? <clears throat> you said my skills reach farther than basketball. Farther relates to the distance. Further is the definition of degree. You should have said further. Are you challenging me, Mr. Wallace? Not any more than you challenged the Coleridge. Coleridge. On read. Sorry. <laughs> Perhaps the challenge should have been directed elsewhere. Great man. It is poorly. a melancholy. <laughs> dude, wait for your line. I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead. Sorry. Crawford. Perhaps. All right, all right. What? Perhaps the challenge should have been directed elsewhere. 
it is a melancholy truth that even... Great men have poured relations, Dickinson. You will hear the beat of... Kimbling. Kipling. Bitch. <laughs> and when it has Kipling. the dots, you're supposed to interrupt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck okay, you. Okay. Go. All great truths begin... Shaw. Man is the only animal... That blushes or needs to. That's Mark Twain. Oh, fuck. Mark Twain. Come on, Professor Crawford. Get out. Get oh, that was a good get out. out, dude. That was good. Anyway, yeah, I'll get out. Dude. There you go. <laughs> that was a good get out. That was a good get out. Fuck, let's do that again. I want to pitch off on that. <laughs> <laughs> you have been. I want to get, I want to hear, I want to do it better. You want to do it again? I want to do it again. I want to okay. cut you off right. better. Here we go. From the top, tippy. <clears throat> From the tip of the tops. Here we go. Perhaps your skills do reach farther than basketball. Further. What? You said my skills reached farther than basketball. Farther relates to distance. Further is the definition of degree. You should have said further. Are you challenging me, Mr. Wallace? Not any more than you challenged my college. I can't fucking say that. If if that word were to be the word to save my life, I'd be a dead fucking person right now. Coleridge. Coleridge. That's what Coleridge, I said. Coleridge. Think... Okay, Coleridge. Go. Come on, dude. Go. All of a sudden, you could read episode six, motherfucker. No. <laughs> episode five. I know. I know. I know. You could. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, anyway here we go. Anyway. Here we go. Take it back. Perhaps the <clears> challenge <throat> should have been directed elsewhere. It is a melancholy truth that even great men have poor relations, Dickinson. You will hear the beat of Kimbling. <laughs> All truths begin. Shaw. Man is the only animal. Animal. you all good on that one dude i even said your word that blushes or needs that's mark twain come on bitch <laughs> get out get Such out good get out that's so good yeah i'll get out <clears throat> all right moving on Jeez. ah dude okay honestly so... though in all in all honesty let's fucking stop the phone yeah. let's hang it up yeah that's a good that get out is really good. That sounds like a <laughs> get out. <laughs> good. So okay. Right. So scene three. We normally have two scenes and we move on, but scene three, it is scene three. Um, and being that this is in honor of of Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, scene three is a letter that was sent to um the character Jamal. Um, kind of kind of sealing everything, kind of rounding everything up and thanking him. Um, definitely, I don't want to spoil it, but definitely watch the movie. Um, but mm -hmm. this, uh, so Ro is going to read this. It's just pretty short, but he's going to do it in the voice of Sean Connery <coughs> in honor of Sean Connery. Oh God, here it goes. <laughs> don't fuck it up. 
All right, here we go. God. Rah. Rah. Jamal opens the letter. Dear Jamal, someone I once knew wrote that. We walked away from our dreams, afraid that we may fail, or worse yet, afraid that we may be we may succeed. You need to know that while I knew so very early that you would realize your dreams, I never imagined I would once again realize my own. Seasons change, young man, and while I may have wasted until the winter. Of my life, to see the things that I've seen this past year, there is no doubt I would have waited too long had it not been for you. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, we salute you, farewell, oh, and goodbye. Man, until until we meet again, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, Sean Connery. Man, dude, that was dope. What? Good on you. Yeah, way to Good go, on man. You, dude. I, I kind of redeemed myself from being retarded in the other one. <laughs> um, and with that being said, food for the soul. Food for the soul. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? Food for yeah. the souls. When we talk kicks. So we're going to mm-hmm. get into mm-hmm. kicks real quick. Um, well, you know what? Um, there's a couple of things that I uh, wanted to talk about just kind of as, a, you know, uh, things that are coming up in the Nike SB low category. There's going to be some kicks coming out next year, early 2021, uh, mm-hmm. a collaboration with Supreme. Now, if you would, um, if you see these online, um, they kind of resemble the the old school nike sb highs supreme mm-hmm. highs you know the uh do you remember the 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 baby blue the orange the orange and the, orange. And the red yep. um they had the little stars where the swooshes and stuff like that very classic people went nuts over them it's it's very high um sought after shoe now they're going to come with low top versions of that same style but they're going to have new colors so there's going to be a black um a green, uh, a brown, kind of maroon-ish, um, and a blue, kind of purple-ish color. It's not official official, but these look like uh, little renderings, so um, they're not the actual shoe itself. So maybe the uh, material may gloss over a different shade of color, depending on how they come out. But this is uh, pretty much what's going to be expected for early 2021. Ro, how do you feel about these? You know, I'm 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 fucking with these because I always wanted. I never actually owned a pair of the Supreme High. No, me either. Um, uh, I always wanted one, and I think these are very cool. Um, cool colorway. I'm really digging the. I'm digging the green ones. The green ones are pretty fucking dope. Yeah, they do look fresh. Um, I'm interested to see what they actually look like uh, once they're mm-hmm. said and done. You know, like uh, so, I don't know. Um. 
I'm I'm digging them too. I would I would love to get a hold. Is that like a crocodile? Yeah, it's it's croc. Yeah, it's croc skin. Um, it's not patent leather, I don't think, but of course it's gonna have some shine to them. It's so it's similar. It's gonna have the the crocodile um, material, just like the OG ones, the highs. Um, so that's that's gonna be dope. That's the idea. So yeah, man. Um, anticipate it for sure. And we'll see how that's going to rock out and we'll give updates on these when they uh when we get closer to release um this next one it's kind of a continuation of what uh we kind of brought up you know with the whole halloween that just passed yeah 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 all that um nike annual dealers who might throws collection for 2020 we saw that the air max 90s that um i brought out a super dope design that we dug uh so this is a actually a a Jordan One mid, and mm-hmm. also I think it um, it's a Nike Runner. I just to- I, I totally forgot the style name of these. Um, I want to say it looks like a like a like a waffle joint. Yeah, it is like a waffle joint, but they have a name for it. I actually have a pair of this silhouette. Oh, it, it's not a Sakai. Sakai no, is no, no. That's the that's the name of the brand that they collaborated with to make the Sakai waffle. The shoe, the yeah, yeah, but this is like a waffle, but it's like a, t- uh, a t- I forgot what it was called. Oh, Tailwind. This is a waffle Tailwind. Mm. Um, mm. So they did a design for Dealers Muertos, and it's actually really what's, <laughs> what's Muertos? Huh? <laughs> what's what's Muertos? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm fucking with you. Yes, yes. Thanks, is... dick face. <laughs> uh huh. And we've established that. So yeah, dude. I think yeah, this is a great deal with one of those looking shoe. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, moving on. I guess. Uh no. Well, I'm just I'm stuck in between. Just, uh, I don't know. They didn't do it this time. No. Um, I think the, the Jordan 1, is that the Jordan 1 or is that just a Jordan Low? No, it's a Jordan 1. Jordan 1? See, I can't even tell the shoe. It's just, I like the part that it says Familia. That's really cool. Right. The, the little um, detail. Yeah, that little detail is cool, but I just, I, I can't do it. I dig the I waffles. I'd probably yeah, dig those... the waffles more than the Jordans. That's for sure. Yeah. I do that. But to me, mean... here's the thing about these wing they're called wingtips. Tailwinds. Okay, tailwinds. The thing about these tailwinds, they look like a Sakani to me. Like it's not officially an Air Max. It's not really a waffle. It's like it's a sock gun. Is it Sockany or Sakoni? Anyway, it's another. Oh, I know what you shoe. mean. I know what you mean. I get it. Is that yeah, type of style? All mm-hmm. right. Well, moving on is a uh, uh, an assortment of. Okay, I don't know if do you know what these are. So I've seen these. This is Pharrell, no? Yeah. So this is the Pharrell, um, the new mm-hmm. Pharrell Human Races. Um, these are the upcoming colorways. So 
so from all the previous ones that came out or anything like that these are just so these are more solid colors um some of the older release kind of had the same idea but they were kind of mixed with other colors so this is the new ones um so these are four colorways that are coming out the one's a white yellow brown pink uh, baby blue like an orange there's a black pair and a green um did you ever get into these because these are these are like a um an adidas nmd yeah i i had i had uh had the opportunity to try one on Mm-hmm. So like his first run that he did, yeah, a very very comfortable shoe, very hard to put on. Um, you really, especially if you have cankles like I do, right. they re- you really <laughs> got to push in, right? But once it's in there, I mean, it's a condom for the foot. It's very very comfortable. Um, I fuck with these. I like these. I like these a lot. They're cool because um, you know, they have the boost technology just like the Yeezys. Um, mm-hmm. that's something that's very comfortable and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm all about that. That's kind of like the thing, you know? Um, exactly. So I'm, I'm with it. These, these are something to look out for, you know, and, and maybe cop. Yeah. These, these are a cop for me. I for sure cop these. Um, I'm fucking with those, uh, those orange ones and the powder blue joints on the top. Fucking fire. So, yo, the ones I will go after is probably, I'm like, I'm thinking like the yellow. Yellow. Yeah. The brown. Yellow and brown. Um, the browns are tempting. But browns because it just matches your eyes in Texas. <laughs> no, I, I just think just the yellows are the only ones that kind of step out but it, that'll be a tough buy because just thinking how dirty the bottom's gonna be and anyway yeah. that's a whole thing but um yeah no that's food for the soul dude food for the soul thank you for picking these two dirty smokes you've outdone yourself just don't ever bring these fucking diados muertos whatever you call yeah. it just <laughs> kill these just let those die whatever no run they did they only they nailed it with one shoe and that was it all right, well, hey, man. Well, last but not least, let's get into the current events. Current events. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've got a big story for you. Back to work, everyone. Don't act like you're not impressed. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. And, okay, current events. Um... Current <laughs> yeah, events. <clears throat> so current events. Um, well, one of the things. Look, I, I just one of the things. Sorry. Um, yeah. Mm-mm. I know we had a couple things to talk about. One of them was uh, talking about the election that's going on right now. I kind of yep. don't want to get too much into that. I just really want to mention this. Like, hey, um, there was multiple states that legalized marijuana. Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, Mississippi, and South Dakota also voted uh, for to legal uh, marijuana. While Oregon voted to decriminalize decriminalize cocaine and meth. So um, even though the election is very close, as I can see, the um, between Biden and Trump, uh, the votes are coming down to about a handful of states that the the votes are really close and they haven't decided on a winner yet. 
So people are looking after that and looking towards that. And yeah, I think that's all we should really talk about. And let's just move on to other shit because this is fucking a crazy ass year with throwing an election on top of it. I agree. It is nerve wracking. She's out. I mean, that was, yeah, dude, fuck Trump. Yeah. So, <laughs> my next guest needs no introduction. And that's just David Letterman. Uh, David Letterman has a show on Netflix. If mm-hmm. you haven't yet seen it, it's called What I Just Said, My Next Guest. Um, what I like about David Letterman is his simplicity in being a interviewer is that what you call them interviewers i mean yeah i or just a i don't know it's someone who has a conversation yeah you know he is definitely someone that has a conversation i think um with his background in comedy being a stand-up comic in the past uh gives him that edge where he's like very witty he's very like on his shit very snappy very on point um and I've caught a few episodes, and which just which brought me to seen? Robert Downey Jr. giving uh-huh. his his beer. He also did another one on there that's just amazing. Uh, I haven't finished seeing it, but what I've seen so far is, didn't surprise me at all. It's with Dave Chappelle. Yep. Um, and it's so fucking good. Um, so um, <clears throat> this is like his third season that he yeah. did. Um, I seen the one. I seen Robert Downey Jr. I did see the one with David Chappelle. I, d- I did see mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. I saw Barack Obama's. I saw Kanye West, um, Jay Z. Also, oh, he interviewed. Yeah, I saw Jay Z. Uh, I saw the Jay Z one. Um, there might be a few more that I caught. But when it first popped up, you know, it was long form interviews, which I'm like, oh, I'm a big podcast fan so long form interviews that's that's kind of my thing right so mm-hmm. i'll i'll take a chance i'll listen to it and like you said all the good things that you mentioned about david letterman especially being on the tonight show and having that rapport with all these different actors and comedians and musicians just understanding that you know they've been on his show they've, they've talked about different things he has that experience so many years right of doing that but this time around um, like you mentioned, it kind of seems like he's just he's just really being curious. Yeah. And that's what I love the most about it is that he's being so genuine with his interest in his questions. Because some of his questions, they're not like intellectual fucking scholar questions. They're questions that I would ask. They're questions that w- they're just like they're almost questions that are so simply good that you you would miss it in asking that kind of celebrity or that kind of person that's in front of you right um and he's pretty daring in some of his questions like he i don't don't know if you kind of caught like dave Chappelle feeling kind of uncomfortable with him ask kept like kind of pushing and asking like why like why did you get why did you quit uh the Chappelle show, right? Like, what was the skit about? And Dave Chappelle was like, "Look, I'm just gonna drop it. And I want to leave it at that." Like, but the, he kind of still kind of pushed, like, "Well, you know, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I don't want to get too much into like 
the politics or the drama that happened with with uh, fucking Comedy Central or whatever. Right. Like, I want to know what your what was so bad about your 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 spoof, your shit you're gonna do. And he broke, and David gave that side of the story that I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, that was the that was the first that I I had heard about it. Like, you know, he was gonna do a he was gonna do a, a I guess a a, a thing on, on like blackface, like popping up on your shoulder anytime you felt like racist comments or felt something racist. Right. Um, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought, fuck, man, like, <laughs> you know, what a, what a really way to just like kind of be risky and be like, fuck it, I'm gonna still ask this question and I'm still gonna push for an answer. Uh, and then someone's like, someone says like they cheer, they cheer Dave Chappelle, whatever. And he's like, well, what about me? I asked the fucking question, like. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was really neat. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. If you haven't yet uh, caught that, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, David Letterman, really, really cool. So we're not going to touch on um, Orange Dick Face, and we are going to already touch. We touched on the war on drugs, uh, which is no longer a war on drugs. It sounds <laughs> it's like war on, it sounds like drugs, drugs are. No, let's just uh, let's just get into what you put down. And you can explain yeah. what this is and what's going on. So this is kind of a cool, random, crazy thing. Um, not to be very self-indulged, but this part of the current events, I wanted to add myself on here uh, because something cool happened. Um, I was, I'm in contact right now and in conversation in cahoots with the game yes the game the rapper um and i'm gonna be doing something pretty cool on on a project i may or may may or may not be on the project but um really cool uh the game then liked a couple of my photos on instagram which is huge i mean to me right like that's like a big deal um and for those of you that read like did tag me when i like sent you a dm on instagram like my friends if you're listening to this or even you dodi you did it thank you so much i sent everyone that i knew a dm uh because the game is looking for artists to be that he wants to you know he wants to fuck with a new artist put a new artist on the map uh yada 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 anyway uh, it's looking really good. Something cool is going to happen. Um, and I wanted to put this on the seg. And I basically put, um, you know, I put down what he commented to me. And he said he's dropping a new project. And the new project that he's pushing is going to be a series of them. It's going to be called Head Games. So, um, yeah, really cool shit. So the game. Yeah, man. You know, shout out to, uh, to you, Ro. Uh, you, I don't know if people understand that, you know, Row, uh, you're an artist that's continuing and currently pushing music. And I, you know, I know we do the podcast and all that stuff, and you know, this is fun, this is everything, but you know, you still have a dream and a career that you're constantly pushing and never stop um, working towards, you know. 
and every little you know gem that you can uh, you know be a part of or or dig into you're going to take that opportunity and i think that's one of the uh the great i guess characteristics that you have that you're 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 playing every angle you know uh you're you're being a part of other people's things as well as allowing them to you know have influence and kind of a good give and take where if you see an opportunity you're going to go through that door and this was just an opportunity that presented itself where you know people who fuck with you they're going to participate and reach out and and look what happened it returned and yeah you got this opportunity to be involved in the project with the game well jason if your goal was for me to make out with you um we're gonna do it dude i really appreciate that man thanks so much bro that that, that meant a lot man yeah i am a i'm not as actually I'm, I'm pretty proud to say i'm not a starving artist anymore i'm actually getting paid for what i do so that's a really cool fucking thing and that's already an accomplishment in itself um you know being able to get paid to do what you love to do is pretty fucking awesome and that's just through having great family, great energy like yourself, my my guy Doty, um, you know, pushing me, encouraging me, keeping me uh, to keep doing it, to keep fighting the good old fight. But yeah, man, I'm excited to see where this goes, um, to see what it does. So stay tuned, see, you know, some cool is a brewing. And uh, yeah. Oh, also, <laughs> sidebar. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Uh, recently had another cool placement that hit that, that's going to be pretty big for us. Uh, big shout out to JC over there in Australia. Um, one of my songs, because I do publishing. I don't know if you guys, if we explain that. So I do publishing for TV and film. And one of my songs got placed on the, the Mayweather um you know, Mayweather had a fight recently with one of his fighters from his camp, and uh, they played uh, "War Ready," which is a song that we created, JC and I, uh, and they played it on the on the trailer for Showtime. Oh no shit! Like, yeah, and it's it pretty cool. I uh, I posted about it, but it, yeah, it's pretty cool. So they they played "War Ready" in the background, um, and that feels good. That was just really it felt really cool. That's amazing, dude. I got to check that out. I got Showtime. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, check that out. Check that out. Um, but yeah, man, I think, I think that's going to do it. Is that episode is that gonna, six done? Is this episode fucking six done? Yeah, buddy. This is dope. And what an episode. What an episode. I really, really enjoyed this episode, man. Episode six. This is dope, man. This is a good one. This is definitely a good one. Well, um, guys, uh, if you are if still you, there, yeah, if you're still hanging in um, and you uh, get to the end of the pod, you know, hey, um, like and subscribe. Um, if you want to email us, you can always email us at two grown kids podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on IG um, at two grown kids and. Yeah, bro. Anything else? 
Uh, yeah, man. I think, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, man. Like, uh, shoot us a follow, a like, subscribe, all that shit, comment. Yeah, tag um, us on some. We'll we'll tag you back. Yeah. We'll respond. We'll, we'll do what we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that, all that. Two grown kids. I'm Ro. I'm Jay Doty. Boom. Do you like having an outro song? Nah, nah, I love nah, the outro nah. song. Are you kidding? Nah, 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 nah.